see. It's been like two years since I've uploaded a podcast to this. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happens when you get busy, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I can't imagine trying to just take a break and do this real quick. I know. I know. It's, um, I don't know if I really like the format of the last one, although it was, you know, good info and everything. I, I like the fact that, you know, you're here now. So, and for those of you who don't know who I'm talking to, this is Jennifer Gillis, and she is our director of stuff <laughs> at thecrowdandfamily.com. Yep. Um, so, this episode is going to be um, focusing on the newest band threats across uh, mostly the uh, southeastern slash western part of the country. Um Unfortunately, right right next to where I'm at. I know it's really close. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, okay. Right now, let's just do a really really quick intro. Right now, I have, of course, it's busy as you know, it's always busy. But um, the impact that a ban uh, of kratom could have on a state is just really staggering. And people who don't, I mean, it's really funny. It's 2022. And there are still people who have never heard of this plant, which is yeah. mind-boggling to me, you know. And oh, it's not ridiculous. And what they have heard is, you know, misinformation or what they've Googled or, you know, it's so-and-so's cousin, so-and-so told them or what happened to them. And, yeah. you know, it's just, it's not any, like, concrete good information. I mean, you got to think about the misinformation that causes any type of fear, it spreads just like a wildfire, you know. Oh, just- I know. And and if you if you literally the word kratom is um, on Google, if you search that, then pretty much the the first page is dominated by misinformation. You yeah, know, you got WebMD and and FDA stuff, and uh, it, it's just you know hopefully and pretty much everybody, I think I hope everybody understands the agenda that you know government factions would have against this plant but the the impact of a ban is just it's terrible and as we already know i mean you you your state which is tennessee lines up with um with these states that we're talking about not louisiana but um well i mean right across the bridge like you know literally 30 minutes away from my house is arkansas and it's <laughs> illegal in Arkansas. And so yeah. you're surrounded by. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's just everywhere. like closing in on me. <laughs> yeah, I know. And and so like, you know, Alabama, as everybody knows, if you if you drink kratom powder, then you already know that Alabama has already banned kratom. And um, it's, you know, other states are trying to do this as well. And so Mississippi could also join Alabama as a state that. Uh, could ban kratom. There, um, WTVA and also USA Today had an article um, a couple weeks ago, and the very first sentence it says there are signs that Mississippi may join Alabama in banning the substance kratom. So why do they have to mention Alabama here? I mean, you know, it says there are signs that Mississippi may join Alabama, but why mention Alabama at all? Which is what I thought was interesting 
that they would actually mention Alabama isn't Mississippi its own thing. You know, I mean, yeah, they have to mention Alabama. But why in the world do Mississippi lawmakers think this is a good idea? Uh, What are the impacts of a ban? Have you ever really sit and thought about that? I mean, we know, you know, if they ban Kratom, you know, if, if we lived in Mississippi and they ban Kratom, of course we can't, we can't get it in Mississippi right. anymore. And anyone who is a reputable vendor like, you know, the KratomFamily.com is not allowed to send any, any Kratom to that state now. Yeah. I mean, just the thought of it personally, like on a personal level, it is scary. You know, it's scary that something that, you know, pretty much helps you function every day and not yeah. be in just excruciating pain, laying in the bed, you know, miserable is can just be taken away at the, you know, at a snap of a finger. You know, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. And and then, too, you, you've got you've got people like me. If, if you listen to the very first episode of Botanical Resistance, you know what how Kratom has helped my life. So you've got people who are actually um, looking at Kratom for, you know, addiction problems. Yeah. And then just just in that fact alone um, here. OK, so let me, let me back up. They include Alabama in this in this article. There are signs Mississippi may join Alabama in banning the substance. Well, let's just look at Alabama. OK, let's look at it. The opioid epidemic has grown in the state of Alabama. And here's 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 the um, the uh, stats from the CDC website itself. Alabama ranks highest in the nation for opiate abuse. Mm-hmm. They are number one. <laughs> well, number and one. I mean, that's just opioid abuse. Like, think about, um, like, my personal experience, again, you know, alcoholism. You know, that's got to skyrocket when... Uh, you know, alcoholism, um, any kind of other drugs you can think about. I mean, there's people desperate enough to go and, you know, get street drugs that they can't find anything that's going to help them. And that's the problem. And and I believe, you know, is, is Kratom the end-all cure-all? I, you know, who knows? I don't think that Kratom is like the answer for everybody's problem. Right. But I believe in most cases it could help lower this this statistic that the CDC was saying uh, the BCB, they they even this is a quote, said sixteen point four per one thousand members were diagnosed with opiate use disorder in Alabama. That's that's <laughs> double na- than the national average of eight point three. That they're double than what yeah. everybody else is doing, and and but yet Mississippi thinks this is a good idea. Let's just follow. Hey, let's follow Alabama. <laughs> we're Alabama's doing really good. We're, we'll be number one in opiate abuse. Well, and you know, it's almost like they don't even look at those facts, like, or they don't even cons- take it into consideration at all. I mean, maybe they think that that has, I, I just, it seems like just looking at the numbers and making an educated guess, you could see it's not a good idea. No. I mean, it, you know, it's ridiculous. But like you said, oh, well, Alabama's doing it, so we'll do it too. You know, and then Mississippi and then, you know, oh, well, Arkansas is doing it or have been doing, you know, it's just like it's it's just like a chain reaction. Yeah. So um, in 2016, when the DEA made their intent to ban Kratom powder, you know, nationally, and then, of course, thankfully, they backed off of it when we all, you know, 
contacted them and stuff. But I've got this um, article from the press release from the BCBS. And they are saying uh, opioid use disorder diagnosis. Um, the commercially insured members, it spiked 493% in Alabama once they made this ban happen. <laughs> well, and, and that's, I mean, just that right there, you got Blue Cross Blue Shield, you know, or whatever. They're getting paid for it. Yeah. You know, they're, the doctors are getting oh, they paid love for it. it. The drug, you know, the drug companies are getting paid for it. And of course, the politicians are getting paid for it. So it's almost like, you know, what's the real reason here for it? Yeah. It's obviously not to help anybody. It's just to line your pockets. Oh, for sure. And and Blue Cross says, said, this is a quote from Dr. Ann Smith. says, we recognize it's crucial for us to be a proactive partner in the fight against the opioid epidemic in Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's just ban a plant that can help everybody. Why not? <laughs> Crazy. I mean, Damn. I remember, you know, back in the 90s, you know, when uh, THC was looked at as, you know, uh a horrible thing but now it's like everybody talks about using it and everybody i mean it's definitely not for me i'll tell you that right now <laughs> it's not for me but you know it's it's crazy i hope that one day one day uh you know hopefully not that far away that kratom can kind of be um looked at like you know cbd and thc and stuff like that is now but it's you know that's a you know double-edged sword because then you got the government kind of controlling how it's, you know, their whole plan about how it's going to be distributed and whatnot. Yeah. And, and then to, you know, um, in the Reagan administration, I can remember this as a kid, um, the, um, what was her name? The uh, president's wife, the Mrs. Reagan. Oh, Nancy. no, oh, it was Barbara, was it? I don't no, know. No, Nancy, you're right. It was okay. Nancy. So she came out with uh, the D.A.R.E. program. Yeah. And it was essentially, of course, it was, you know, all drugs, but it was essentially uh, attacking the gateway drug, which was marijuana. Mm -hmm. And um, and that's when all of those stiff uh, bans and, and legislation came out against uh, that, that plant. And now look at us here. We're, you know, you know, decades beyond that. And now people are starting to realize, mm, you know, hey, it's probably this wrong. is actually helping people. Yeah. <laughs> and I do believe that eventually um, Kratom will probably get there. What, what I think hurts the United States is that this isn't, you know, the majority of, of Kratom is not grown in the United States. Now I understand there's, you know, farms in the Southeastern part of the country that are, you know, I believe one guy in Miami is uh, growing. Yeah. I think I think I saw it on Reddit. Some some something like three thousand acres of kratom trees, you know, because they have the they have the right you know ecosystem for mm -hmm. it. But I believe the reason why it'll probably take a little longer is because it's not really found predominantly in the United States. So it probably will take a little bit longer for it to, you know, go through laws and, and finally true. be you know, legislated on our side, but um, it's just ridiculous that Mississippi and even Louisiana, Louisiana is also, you know, oh, in, in the running for this as well. Wow. All these parishes. Yeah. It, it's, it's crazy. And especially just some of the stuff that these, and it, and it's, it's police sheriffs, you know, that are right. Yeah. It's people that, you know, or have that 
pull in the communities. Yeah. And these are small communities that, you know, people know everybody. And so, and you know what, nobody, nobody wants to to wake up and see, you know, their, their child right. laying in the living room. Yeah. And I mean, not we breathing. have, you know, we have kids. So, I mean, if you heard that something that was, you know, at gas stations and whatnot. You know, that's a scary thing. You're going to immediately jump to conclusions. Yeah. And and, and, and then, know. too, you know, what they don't understand is they're not opening their eyes. It's in one uh, in one uh, case, the uh, deceased person had a ton of barbiturates and opiates in in their exactly. system. And then raginine was also found, which is the active ingredient in Kratom. And so they, you know they focus on that because it's unknown. And so that's, I think that's the ignorance that's coming out. Um, you want to protect your children. I understand that we, we all want to protect our kids, uh, but we can't, you know, we can't be um, blind by what's going on around us. Well, and that's the other, you know, I think that happens a lot with everything nowadays. Nobody really thinks for themselves and goes to, you know, seek out information. And I mean, you know, I understand that too, because it, it takes time to learn about certain things, but you know, if you're going to go and, and place your vote or, you know, speak your mind about something, you should at least kind of look into it and know what you're talking about. You know? Yeah. And especially when someone, you know, I applaud someone that is trying to find more information on Kratom and the plant and how it can help and how it helps others. Um, but it, it's, it's almost, like a losing battle for someone who really doesn't know where to go or what yeah. to search for, because when they do type it in Google, it's going to be, they're going to be bombarded with misinformation from, you know, either, either health websites or websites that are, you know, controlled by the FDA or some, some form of government. And so if Mississippi, you know, if Alabama is on that one end of the spectrum, you know, that extreme end of the spectrum that's, that has banned Kratom. And this is, this is their, just their opiate stats. This is not uh, chronic pain patients and what they're doing. It's not anything else, but just opiates. So let's go to the other extreme end of that spectrum, which is Hawaii. Kratom is legal in the state of Hawaii and Hawaii has the lowest prescribing rate of opiates. I've always wanted to go to Hawaii one day. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. It's got to be beautiful. I went when I was 16. It was really nice. I actually, oh. uh, I mean, we're going off on a rabbit trail right now. But I'll allow it. But we, um, I actually drank kava for the first time in Hawaii. We went on this little tour. Um, it was a uh, luau and it was a whole day. And we got to watch them dig up the root and prepare the root. And then they finally, at the at night, they had everybody drink a couple of bowls of the kava. It was oh, wow. Excellent. Yeah, it was excellent. I loved it. But, you know, you've got you've got people that are, you know, in tune with that side of nature, with that side of the holistic you know, alternative route. And Kratom is legal and, you know, low prescribe rate. And yeah. so that 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 should tell you one thing about that. And so my, my question is does Kratom reduce the effect of opiate abuse in states where it is legal? I mean, when I, you, when you look at the stats and the science. Yeah. And yeah, absolutely. It, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, it's, 
I can't imagine. Well, I guess, you know, if you, if you look at stats too far back when they just didn't really care about who they were prescribing it to. Um, but I mean, I'll say this, you know, I've, uh, I've had chronic pain for seven going on 17 years now. And I have been on, you know, MS cotton. I've been on morphine. I've been on, you know, oxycontins, all, all kinds of stuff. And Ooh. this, this stuff right here, this plant has worked better than any pain medicine I've ever used. And oh, it's yeah. hard. It, it's hard for people to, you know, go to these pain clinics and go through all that mess. And so, I mean, you know, I could see a lot of them just saying, you know what, well, the whole, you know, suboxone stuff going on, you know, I, I, I just read so much about the whole opioid crisis, you know, and what people are like doing. It's, it's crazy how many people just get prescribed massive amounts of stuff. Oh, and, yeah. you know, just massive amounts of stuff. And then you hear about like somebody like me that goes and tries to get, you know, just heck some lure tats or something. And they give me just a horrible time and make me feel like a drug addict or something. Cause I, you know, I mean, yeah. it's awful. I mean, it's real bad. It's, it's, it's not fair. And I think that, uh, yeah, I mean, if you banned Kratom in, in States where it's helping someone, well, anywhere where it's helping people. Not you'd see a, a just a massive increase, you know, in that that opioid abuse. Again, it'd be overdoses. You're talking about, uh, you know, probably people, you know, driving under the influence. You know, getting in car wrecks. I mean, you know, it'd be like mass mass hysteria. But you oh, wouldn't yeah. hear about it, you know. Oh yeah, you, you're not you're not kidding there. Um, with that, let's take a break. We'll be right back. Hey guys, Wade Harmon from thecratomfamily.com. Just wanted to let you know that whether you are a longtime Kratom tea drinker or a newbie who is interested in trying Kratom for the first time, I'd like to invite you to head over to thecratomfamily.com and check out products that can motivate, inspire, relieve, and assist in your daily life. Use promo code RESISTANCE for 15% off your entire cart when you order this month. We carry a large variety of quality lab-tested products that can change your life. Order today at thecratomfamily.com. So you mentioned earlier the Suboxone, and I have I have a um, experience with methadone, methadone clinic, and anybody with addiction um, may know what I'm what I'm talking about here, but. You know, whenever I finally decided, you know, hey, I'm sick of this, I need to, I need to do something else. That was the option that I took because, you know, 20 years ago I didn't know about kratom or how it could help. Yeah. Uh, and so I began to go through that, you know, mandated program of methadone, and I was having to get up at like, you know, five o'clock in the morning mm -hmm. to go down there and stand in line for an hour to two hours. And then pay my $12. I don't know how much it is now, but back then yeah. it was 12 bucks. And I was getting a, you know, a little shot glass of methadone and it, you know, it reeked. It's, you know, <laughs> tasted terrible, but it did help. I'm, I'm not right. knocking methadone. It did help. Um, but I was doing that every day until, you know, I finally got in, in enough time to where I could have what they called take homes. You know, I got, I got up to like two take homes and uh and and i didn't take methadone for very long but what i did you know know was 
this is not something that I want to continue doing mm -hmm. because I'm literally just trading one bad habit for another bad habit. And um, with, and now, now this is just opinion. This is nothing I've read, but with Mississippi considering the ban and with Louisiana and these parishes in Louisiana considering the ban, in my opinion, this is not going to do anything but put more money into the pocket of the government with the methadone and suboxone clinics because now people are not able to, um, you know, get the relief that they need, whether it be addiction, whether it be pain, um, discomfort, whatever you want to call it. And now you've got, you're herding people in like cattle through these methadone suboxone clinics. And um, what was it, I believe, a certain number of people last year quit the methadone clinics and it you know when when that happens you're actually taking money out of the uh the hands of the government yeah they don't like that you know well and i'm thinking about this like you you're saying that you know you woke up the crack of dawn you had to go stand on and that was back then that was 20 years ago i have seen a lot of like i, I can't i think it was in massachusetts or something just a, a you know, huge line just lined up to get into the methadone clinic. You're you're taking all of your time, like anything that you get government assisted. Believe me, I know I've been through government assistance, but it's almost like a part time job in itself. But it's like you can't be a productive member of society when you're spending all day at the methadone clinic just to get relief. You know, waking up and, and sitting around. All, so you can't work, you know, so that's just. Yeah, it's like a you know, it's a losing battle to even try. Yeah. It's a, it's definitely a decision. Yeah. And that's interesting that you say that you can't work. Um, but because... I mean, you, you know, you take cradle, uh, you know, you don't have to worry about going and waiting in line, you know, you're getting the same type of relief. Uh, I mean, it's just, it's way beneficial as far as even that, like, you know, just people getting help, you know, they can actually go out and be a productive member of society. You know, yeah. they don't have to sit in the clinic and wait every single day. Yeah. And look, if if you're listening to this and you are sick of, you know, the addiction, trust me, I, I've been there. We've both been there. Mm -hmm. We've both had that thought. I mean, like, what in the world am I going to do? I know I don't need to be doing this, but if I stop this, then I'm going to feel terrible. Um, you know, and so we understand that and you should definitely try Kratom and um, check out the KratomFamily.com. We've got a lot of articles over there and we can Absolutely. do what we can to help um, this. The, the Mississippi, the Mississippi House Drug Policy Committee, um, they heard from the Kratom supporters and doctors and stuff. Um, and so there there could be a bill filed to ban Kratom. Uh, I believe it's during the next session of the Mississippi legislature that convenes in January. So it is, you know, almost middle of November right now. So we've got time. Uh, if you live in the state of Mississippi, make sure you are calling these representatives and um, telling your story. If you, you know, have science and facts about Kratom, it, a story is personal. We can send science all day long. But it appears that no one wants to listen to or read about the science of Kratom no. for some reason. I don't understand that. But Well, I think like when they had um, the whole um, the last court thing here in uh, Tennessee, I think about, it was back in June. Might have been yeah. April. I don't know. But 
I mean, I watching that, it blew my mind that the representative that got up and spoke about it, he had no idea what it was. He, I mean, he didn't even elaborate on it. It was awful. And I'm like, I'm thinking, wow, like it can just, you know, at blink of an eye, just somebody, you know, standing up and saying that they think it should be illegal. They yeah. don't have to explain themselves. And have no clue what it is. Yeah, no clue. I mean, you could just, no clue. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, I mean as far as like, uh, you know, stories, always, you know, following the American Kratom Association, um, you know, they usually have uh, a form that you can fill out, you know, with your story and everything. And it'll tell you all the reps that you need to contact. Uh, it'll send the email to all the reps. But I mean, you know, so that you have other options if you want to call them. Yeah. Uh, and we, you know. we can't let them win Mississippi mm -hmm. because these two states, especially where they're side by side, um, that's not going to do nothing but fuel the fire of the FDA. And, um, you know, just like you were saying, the representative had no had no idea. No idea. It, no it, idea. It, and, and it's just they're not listening to the science. Um, the the DEA website, they have information about crime. I actually saw a tweet about a week ago. Uh, that the DEA uh, tweeted out and it was so ludicrous that I screenshot it and put it on the Wage Wednesday Facebook page and um, literally was like, this is what happens when people with an agenda want to educate someone about Kratom. Yeah. And it was completely false. No science backing, backing it at all. And you, you know, look, it's a plant a tree leaf that's been ground down and it has properties that can help people and is is helping people right mm -hmm. now i mean it's helping me right now. i'm like i'm like drinking some green bliss right now while we're talking <laughs> i had some <laughs> green elephant before we started <laughs> yeah and, i mean it's so good it, it just it just helps you and so that's what we want to kind of get you know involved in is even if you don't live in the state of mississippi you can email them you can go to the American Kratom uh, website and fill out the form and even call and just, mm -hmm. you know, let I know I know it's hard to get in touch with the representative themselves. But if you leave a message or talk to one of their staffers and let them know, hey, do not ban Kratom. It's helped me so much. By law, they have to write this down and give it to the representative. So if they are inundated mm -hmm. with people from all over the country and, and of course, you know, people within the state of Mississippi it, are going to have, you know, hold more weight, of course. Yeah. But they've got. Well, to and I mean, I think, you know, it's not just if everybody, you know, as as any. Any of us Kratom users, like we need to really stick together all the time, you know, with stuff like mm -hmm. this. And you have one person call, you know, then, you you know, it's. Uh, but if you start having like 10 people an hour call, you know, or just 10 people in a day, it's kind of like, you know, it's opening up their eyes like, oh, wow, look at all these people that, you know, yeah. are actually supportive of it. 10 people a day calling would be would be amazing. Yeah. Really, between now and January. whenever. And even if you didn't, you know, even if you don't get to talk to them, you know, like you said, I mean, the secretary is going to be like, wow, these 
you know, these people just keep calling about Kratom. I've never even heard of it. You know what I mean? yeah, exactly. <laughs> so if Mississippi joins Alabama, we already know what Alabama has done when it comes mm -hmm. to the, you know, the opiate side of things. They rank the highest in the nation for opiate abuse. Um, they are, they're double what any other state is for this. And a state like Hawaii, which is the lowest prescribing rate, allows Kratom uh, to be sold and consumed in their state. And so that's, I mean, I just want to make sure we get the word out to people. And, you know, it's easy. I mean, I understand. Um, 19, I've, I've drank Kratom for 19 years uh, this year. And it's easy to kind of fall asleep on stuff like this. You yeah. got your own life. You got your own thing. I understand that. Um, but when something like this comes along, it's very, very important mm -hmm. that we take 10 to 15 minutes out of our day and either call them, email them, you know, do both. I hope. And I know like a lot of people, um, you know, there's, I know that there's a lot of people too that may not be, you know, real tech savvy, for instance, or, you know, you don't want to sit there and type it out every single time, you know, your story. Um, I've always, you know, told people that you can, you can, write an email, a draft, if you will, you know, just yeah. keep it Read in it. your, your inbox or, you know, in your folder and you can just copy and paste every time you want to, you know, share your story. You can even just send an email to yourself and, you know, put that market as important or just know that it's there. That way it's just copy and paste every time. It, it literally does not even take 15 minutes. I promise. Cause that's what I do. Yeah. And um, the, uh, American Kratom Association, along with some other uh, institutions, have gotten together a new website that's nothing but scientific facts. It's kratomanswers.org. So you don't have to go scrounging around for all the science and all this data. They already have it all listed for you. You can go, you can copy some of that stuff, and put it in the email or the message or whatever. And uh, that's, you know, so much science is leaning towards the positive of Kratom. And then you got all this other stuff that's pushing against Kratom. Uh, it's just, you know, you, you can tell it's definitely an agenda. Um, you know, we, we do need to make sure that we consume Kratom um, responsibly and never, ever do I ever tell people to drink Kratom tea while taking, you know, any other thing. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and because, you know, we just, we want to be safe and um, make sure that between now and, you know, the end of December that you are calling the Mississippi legislatures or, or emailing them and uh, just getting the word out. Absolutely. I All mean, right. it's go ahead. Go I'm sorry. It. I'm sorry. You go for it. <laughs> this is the first one. So we're, 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 <laughs> getting used to it so let me ask you a question what what is the favorite um from the store what what is your favorite oh, this month or whatever hands down green elephant green, green elephant, elephant is like by far my favorite uh mm -hmm. it it's one of those i can take in the morning i, I mean you know uh, I, I have extreme fatigue and so i'm tired literally all the time but in the morning, it's the the only thing that I can really take. And it's it's like, oh, wow, I can get stuff done. I get the kids to school. I can, you know, do my morning chores. It's I've always just that that's my favorite since since you've gotten it in, since we've gotten it in, since the very first day. 
I, yeah. I, I fell in love with it immediately. That's a good one. That's a yeah. good one. And if you are a customer of thecrowdandfamily.com, let us know what your favorite is. Uh, follow us yes. over on Facebook at Wade's Wednesday. We do free crowd and giveaways each Wednesday over there. And um, we are going to try to make sure we get a new podcast episode up every other week. So uh, keep listening. Don't forget to share out. And um, thank you very much. You, we did good. I think we did good, Jennifer. All right. Thank you. All right. We'll see All you right. guys. The Botanical Resistance.